Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Millennial Mirrors, a discussion on millennial life in the Middle East. Our episode today is about living authentically in the age of social media. It can be a really hard thing to do in today's world where everyone places this highly curated version of their life online uh, to see yourself and think that you are good enough or that your life is good enough. It can be easy to start thinking you need to change the way you live your life or the way you dress, for example, just to match what everyone else is doing online. This is a global phenomenon, of course, but in the Middle East, I feel like we are already raised to do things for the likes of our family and our society. Uh, so social media just took that habit and exploded it out of proportion to a certain extent. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I have a slight bias against social media. Uh, I deleted my Instagram back in 2014 while I was on a trip to Bali when I realized that I was planning what to do while I was on that trip based on what would make a better photo op. So I just deleted my Instagram right then and there uh, and didn't look back. Uh, I restarted it a couple of months ago for the sake of this podcast. Uh, And now that I am older and wiser, I will hopefully try to be more responsible about its usage. Um, So someone who can best explain this phenomenon to us and how we could work our way around figuring out how we can be our true selves in the age of social media. We have none other than Fatma Hassam. <laughs> hey guys, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank it's great you. having you here with Thank us today. Thank you so much for having me. So we're all curious to know a bit more about you. Can you tell us a bit more about yourself before we get started? Um, okay, I'm, I'm going like, to say this in a really like kind of short way. Sure. Um, although I am on social media and although um, some might consider me a social media influencer or all that, I'm actually a very private person. Okay. So no one really knows a lot about me. All right. Um, I am 24 years old. Uh, I have a, a bachelor's in aviation management. Mm-hmm. Um, I have um, a gold and diamonds business. Now, inshallah, I'm starting my second business, which is going to be really interesting. Maybe we'll have another podcast about that. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know, I think I'm just your everyday girl, chill with my friends, go out, have fun, travel. And I just share the one thing I want to share on Instagram. And uh, that's it, pretty much. Okay, very cool. So, shall we jump into the questions? Yes, go ahead. (laughs) So, do you feel the effects of social media are different in the Middle East than other parts of the world? Or am I just projecting? (laughs) No, definitely for sure. Um, I think mostly because we've never had that before. Like, I think in all other parts of the world, uh, people were always used to, um, like, you know, bloggers in general, people mm-hmm. out there, kind of, we've never had that. We've never had people who were, who could just do whatever they want and were out there and you can yeah. see what they're doing. And like they were almost, yani, in some ways, we're kind of like um, challenging our society, challenging our culture, things yeah. that are not allowed at all. And I think because we are the first generation that actually is doing this, I think it's, it went really strong mm-hmm. because it's not allowed. And how do you think that affected our generation? Um, look, there's a good and a bad. I yeah. know people always like to talk about social media in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But there are there are so many positives to it. Um, I can't speak about other industries, other, other stuff, but I can speak about my industry. Mm-hmm. Like, I am only on social media for fashion. So it's kind of made me really... يعني حددت موقفي I don't know if I'm allowed to speak in Arabic okay حددت موقفي في Instagram and what I want to do yeah so like let's let's look at it this way okay all right 
modest fashion five years ago in the in in the Arab world, there was no such thing. There was no industry for us. When I first started, it was very different. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I attracted a lot of people. Right. And within these five years, I think modest fashion now is like the, the biggest fashion industry. And all eyes are on the Middle East because we are big spenders. We are So it kind of social media alone, actually Instagram alone, mm-hmm. started a humongous industry and it changed I know you might not think that it's a big deal or happy full dress, but it changed. Just these couple of years changed how girls dress from A to Z, like completely. And um, I think that's a really positive change for for Instagram. No, and it's true. And I mean, I think, like you said, modest fashion is growing. I mean, even Nike now has modest fashion and and they have models who are... You know, modeling modest fashion on their uh, on their yeah, campaigns. Yeah, social media. Like if it wasn't for sh- social media, that wouldn't have been possible. Like people right. wouldn't have known about us, known that we were such a, يعني, a big community that is actually open minded and kind of wants to, you know, so, change. So you're saying that you use social media to kind of get out the message about how important modest fashion is and how popular it is and how much of a following it kind of has through social media. Look. To be honest, I'm not going to like sell myself. But <laughs> what I try to do on my Instagram is ever since I started is that any girl who wants to dress a bit more modest, she can just go through my Instagram, kind of mm. look for any style that would match her, pick a bit from here, pick a bit from there, and just kind of know that you can still look good. It's not about wearing tight stuff. It's not about being that kind of attractive. There's like an elegant kind of attractiveness. you know. So it's just like a different kind of message that I want to send out there. So what is that message? What's important about you getting across to that girl who's looking through your account? That, okay, before, I think now everyone is well aware of it. It used to be so hard for me to find the pieces, Aslan. Mm. Um, And just the fact, I'm not saying I did all the work, of course, (laughs) but just the fact that that has changed and now girls wear loose clothes because it's so much nicer and everyone's put it in their head. I think... What I wanted to send out there has been sent, you know, okay. maybe not through me, yeah. but I'd like to think that I helped. All right. So what effect has social media had on the way you live your life? Um, it's made me much more social. Okay. okay. Um, always ready to, exper- to experience stuff. Um, just in general, the fact that I was able to work with so many brands, meet so many people. Uh, I was given the chance to travel all around the world, experience so many things no other person can experience. I think it's made me grow as a person in a very short while. Mm-hmm. And um, I've the, the most important thing is that I've learned not, not to judge at all because people judge us so much, okay. you know? Like just the fact that if you say fashionista, the word that I hate, right. or, you know, or like a blogger or influ- influencer or whatever, there's so much that comes with that name mm-hmm. and so much, يعني, they've labeled us, right. you know? And we're not like that. You can't see me and go like, oh, hey, hi, fashionista, and then figure, think you know everything about me because you don't. Me, for example, I don't share anything. So people mm-hmm. really don't know anything about me. But even other people that share, other people that I follow, like I, I'm always on Snapchat checking their daily life and all that. Right. They only post, what, like 60 seconds of their day, uh, right. three minutes, four minutes. 
And then we think that we know them. So if you tell me, oh, this girl, be like, yeah, hi, wallah, uh, she's she's really sweet, or she's so whatever. But I really don't know anything about her, you know? Okay. And it, just the fact that I am in this field has made me realize it really, like, a lot. So it's made me not judge anyone no matter what. And yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, that's the important message to get across. I think a lot of people don't realize that what gets posted is not a representation of your life. Definitely. It is something that you chose to share with the exactly. world. And so just because you see something of someone that doesn't necessarily mean that is who they are as a person, that is just who they are choosing to share. Yes. And whether that is their fabulous life and them traveling all the time. You don't know what's going on between those photos. Yeah. Um, or whether it's the fact that they're a super sweet person and then on camera, you don't know again what, what the exactly. other... And, or vice versa. They might not come off great on camera, but actually they're very well-intentioned. You never kind mm-hmm. of know. So here's a question for you. What do you think is the biggest assumption people make about you? <laughs> um... Um, I don't know if people assume much about me, only mm-hmm. because, like I said, I don't share much. Mm-hmm. I just know that people have a lot of questions about me. Like, I know that when I hang out with my other bloggers and stuff like that, people, oh, they always come to me, go like, Fatma, share more. People keep asking asking us about you, asking us are like like things like, oh, is she actually sweet in real life? Or does she actually look like that? Or, or you know, like, just random questions like how mm. old is she where is she from all that only because i choose not to share so i haven't really given people um the platform for them to assume anything because okay. there isn't really anything there for them to hold on to right and so why have you chosen not to share okay so i said i'm a private person right. and from the beginning i knew what i wanted to share mm-hmm. i didn't want to um there is nothing like Oh, I have certain words to share, mm-hmm. or I have like makeup tricks to share, or I have like, oh, travel agendas and let's go discover. No, what I, what I thought, like what I started doing and loving is dressing up in different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's all I wanted to share with people. So all I would post is outfit pictures. And that okay. is it, you know? So I don't want people to ask me questions. I don't, you know, it's just that, I have my private life, you know, and I am only on Instagram for fashion and that's it. So that was a conscious decision that you made from the very beginning that I don't want to share my personal life. All I want to share is fashion. fashion. Yes. Okay. And in terms of, I guess, being open and non-judgmental, have you had any experiences where you thought someone was a specific way and you had assumptions about other bloggers and people that you met and then you were like completely shocked by the reality? You don't have to give names, but you Of mean... course I'm not going to give names. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I Look, it's only normal for us like to look at a picture and then decide whether we like that person or not like that person. Mm-hmm. And there have been a lot of people where when I first started, I'm like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. And then, like, I go to an event and that girl that, you know, I thought wasn't really cool or whatever ends up sitting, like, she's seated beside me or stuff like that. And now she's, like, my closest blogger friend, you know? Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's made me... I'm, I'm a person that thinks things through. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, yani, I was like, damn, I was so... yeah, My, my mind was mean, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, I've tried not to do that again. 
Okay. And in terms of, I guess, you have quite a big following. And let's say, for example, this message of non-judgment. Don't you, do you feel any kind of responsibility to your followers to share messages like, you know, about non-judgment or about other things that you're learning or going through in your life? I try to. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever I can help in, I try to. If I have something good to say, I will say it. Okay. Other than that, that's it. No. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of, is there a message that you try to get through other than the fashion message? Um, I'm trying to change that a bit. So, Michelle, maybe after this podcast, I will explain to you my my next, the, the business I'm planning next. And that does have a message that now I think I'm done with the f- modest fashion message and mm-hmm. I kind of have um, this new message I want to share. Guys, we're going to get an exclusive after this. <laughs> for <laughs> season two. <laughs> Inshallah. And, and I, think, uh, I think it's something I'm really passionate about right now. Okay, amazing. How do you feel about the title Social Media Influencer? I think it's a much better title than Fashionista. <laughs> That's for one. Um, and to be honest, it's actually I'm actually quite honored to have a title like that. To the, fa- the fact that people consider me an influencer, mm-hmm. that I can actually change how someone might see something or think about something. I mean, that's something amazing. And do you feel that there is a level of responsibility that comes with that? I do. Um, but yet everyone is free. Like, you know how people go like, hi, she's famous, and how can she say something like that? And how can she dress like that? Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone is free to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but after all, there is a responsibility for our culture, for our religion, for all of that. But that's like something you don't really want to get into because there's like no end to that, you know? Right. So like, I think any yani, like like a certain part of our like yeah our generation is not like before right we accept things we are willing to change we are willing to um even even if i don't agree with you i'm willing to accept your opinion right and uh i think i think because we've seen so much Mm -hmm. yeah and i think the older generations were kind of in their bubble but i think we've seen so much that we expect every, anything, you know, right. and everything's a bit more normal with us. Right. And do you think, because you, you brought up the point of our culture and, and all of those things, do you think the reason why you don't share anything in terms of your personal life and things like that is because of our culture? Okay, for sure. That's like a really big part. Um, I don't want people to have a say in what I'm doing if it's right or wrong mm-hmm. you know Ooh, it's not just that I don't really come from an open-minded crazy family like my family is quite close-minded in some things and had to just sharing my pictures wasn't really okay you okay. know and it took me such a long time until they understand that all I'm trying to share I'm trying to share something good I'm not right. trying to share something bad yeah. and like for example my dad he's like very Arab-minded, you right. know? Yeah. My history, my daughter, putting her pictures and all that, you know? Right. And my mom was more of like the religious, like, la, haram, like, haram, yeah. and, uh, and like, your hair is showing, or I don't know what, and stuff like that. So I think it took them a long time, and mm-hmm. the way I convinced them was 
that's all I'm sharing. I'm not sharing anything else. Even okay. if there were parts of, of like the journey where, oh, I did want to share more. I did mm-hmm. want to like, you know, talk or go crazy and stuff like that. But then I had like, no, you know, I don't want to ruin this for myself. And okay. this is this is what's important for me to share. But that's amazing that you had that conversation and you kind of were like, okay, I want to follow this kind of path. And I understand what's important for you, mom. I understand what's important for you, dad. But this is what's important for me. So let's kind of come to a, a compromise. Yeah. Um, and how do they feel now? I think now they're very supportive. Um, my dad does not like, oh, ho, ho, hooray kind of thingy. <laughs> but like, he's accepted it. Okay. And um, he's seen the good in it. Mm-hmm. My mom has always seen the good in it. She was just kind of scared that I would like, you know... Um, kind of get carried on with the whole social media and oh my god who are you going to befriend and how are you going to be like traveling with people I don't know and you know what do these brands want from you and how is that photo shoot going to look and you know but then after time she grew to trust it and grew to trust me because she saw that I didn't change my message you know and I didn't want to I didn't change myself so uh, yeah and how has it been when it comes to kind of dealing with brands and stuff like that? Because, I mean, there is a level of, I guess, sometimes compromise that is asked by the brand of the social media influencer that we want you to kind of say this about our product or we want you to do this about Okay, so about, like, genuinity and stuff like that. Okay, I don't know if I said that word right. (laughs) Um, Look, we are at the end of the at the end of the day, like almost like an advertising kind of platform. Okay, right. how I try to stay true is Anna. My what I am is fashion on Instagram. Okay, mm-hmm. so when it comes to fashion brands working with me, I only accept what I believe is right and what I love. In that sense, in the fashion sense, I'm really picky. Mm-hmm. But in other other like industries where like they want me to advertise something for makeup, something for I don't know, travel to a country and advertise their tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see no problem in that. At the end of the day, I've worked hard on this Instagram. It is uh, it does take so much of my time. It is the job. Yeah. It is you know. Um, so yeah, I will use it to generate money, to make a living, to to meet. Like to go into other industries, just as long as I'm true to myself, mm-hmm. I don't think any of that is a problem. You can take us almost like a magazine, you know. Yeah. So let's say uh, a fashion magazine, they would have like the biggest part. They're like very true to the fashion sense they want to what they want to spread out there. But then they'll have pages of advertisements, they'll have pages mm-hmm. of articles and talks right. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know why people take it so sensitively sensitively when we do an advertisement. I mean, it's completely normal, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a valid point. And so since you said when talking about people, right? There are people who look at social media influencers and say, "Oh my god, they do nothing and they live such an easy, fabulous life and they get paid like ridiculous amounts to post a picture." That's very naive of them. Okay. Cuz Yama, we had photo shoots 14 hours straight, 12 hours straight for one picture to post. Wow. You know, with one brand, one video to post. Um, it is fun. It mm. is so interesting. It's crazy. I'm not going to say any, I'm not going to like this and go like, oh my God, it's such a, mm. no, no, it's really nice. Yeah. But there is hardship to it and not everyone can succeed in it. And what about 
the opposite side of the coin. People who look at you guys and think, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing and I want to be a social media influencer and they go out and they try kind of really hard yeah. and because they think that's kind of like the dream. What do you say to those kind of people? So I've once had like somewhat of like a debate with, with like I went to um, AUS mm-hmm. and there were all these students of like business and marketing and people like girls that wanted to become bloggers and all that. Mm-hmm. And a couple of us bloggers kind of sat and talked to them and all that. And I just told them, know what you want. And if that if what you like and what you love has something to do with social media and you can grow it on social media, then go for it. Okay. Don't just go for the, for the, oh, I want to be famous kind of thing because it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. If you, you can't plan to be an influencer, it kind of just has to happen on its own. Right. And you have to have some sort of, I guess message or goal or yeah. something it has, specific. To, it has to be something it's that not, differentiates you from everyone yeah. else yeah yeah okay very and so um what does living authentically mean to you i think it's knowing your message mm-hmm. knowing what you want to get across and um, just trying to stick to it as much as you can and outside of social media what does living authentically mean to you Outside social media, I just live normally. I just kind of do what I love. And um, I just like anyone else. Okay. Yeah. And does being in the public eye affect this in any way? Because even if you don't post, let's say, parts of your personal life on social media, you are extremely well known. So when you're out and about, people must recognize you. Yes. Um, it's, I don't know, I find it actually very sweet, you know, okay. that when people recognize me, come up and say sweet words. Um, how can you not like that, you know? But does it affect how you act? Um, it does. I always, like, in extra public places, I always have to be sort of on my best behavior. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that. Like, I'm not going to sit in a public place and laugh way too out loud. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to be seen in places I don't want to be seen. So it kind of restricted me, but in a good way. How is it in a good way? Yeah, I mean, Talk to me more about that. <laughs> okay. Why, so, why is it good that you can't laugh super out loud if you want to laugh super out loud? I'm a, I'm a kind of girl yeah. who's very... Um, I mean, oh, some things are right, some things are wrong. Okay. I'm not like, oh, a girl that kind of wants to live too crazy. Mm-hmm. Even if I want to do fun stuff. No, I do fun stuff. I'm yeah. all that. I'm not going to tell you, oh, but I see what I'm No, I have fun. I go out. I enjoy. Um, it's just that sometimes, especially at the age I was in, mm-hmm. of like trying want, wanting to like do extra stupid stuff for really, yeah. I'm glad I didn't have the chance to do so. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's very interesting for me because, I mean, there's nearly 10 years age gap between us. And I think about if there was social media around when I was growing up and when I was in university, the amount of bad things that would yeah. have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad, like, I grew up in, a, in an age when we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have all of these kinds of things. Like, Facebook came out near when I was graduating from university. Oh so God. it was one of the, it was a much easier and simpler time. Yeah. Um, but for you, because of the fact that, you know, you grew up and, and at the end of the day, you started your social yeah. media journey quite early on. I mean, were you still in university at the time? I was. I had just started university. 
Okay. Um, I was actually forced to start Instagram by my best friend. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so she she actually did my first Instagram. Like she did my Instagram, and I I didn't even know what a blogger was. I didn't know any of that. Like I had just fin- got out of school, you mm-hmm. know, going to university. وكنت يعني وايد عادي اصور like buildings, Starbucks and every now and then I would take a picture of my outfit and that would go viral, okay. you know. And I would I, I didn't even know how to make my account private so it was public. Not because <laughs> I wanted to, just because I didn't know there was such a thing, you okay. know. And um, it would like the picture would go viral, like these fashion accounts would like repost me and then I would get like so many likes, people would like add me and I was like, Oh my god, you know, people would like ask me, Where did you get this? Where did you get this? And um lots of girls from Dubai started following me, tagging each other, going like, Oh Halibzain Hagasifar or Shufi Kaf, Uchi Uchi M Setar was hello you know, like it, 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 it kinda of, kinda of encouraged me kinda of to post more and and I was like crazy in university and I couldn't wide at Lebbas. Oh, I would like okay. spend more time dressing up than actually in university. You know. Things took off. Yes. So um oh yeah and by the way back to our point of uh, of like me can't me not being able to do things so much in the public eye mm. I think that's a price I pay for mm-hmm. being an influencer it can't be all easy right. you know so for having all these positives yeah I have to restrict myself and I and you know it just comes with the package you right. don't get it all easy So do you feel restricting yourself also restricts you from living authentically Um maybe a little bit. Okay. Um But then there isn't anything I regret. So everything okay. it's restricted me from to me everything is okay until now. Okay. So yeah. there's so it's restricted you but looking back you don't feel like it's restricted you in a bad way. No, not at If all. If anything it's made you kind of from what I'm hearing from you it's made you rethink some decisions and and stop you from do making some bad yeah. decisions because you feel like you're responsible to Definitely. to a following. Yes. Okay, interesting. Um so from that aspect then, in your opinion, what are some of the biggest mistakes people make when using social media? Um I think it happens to a lot of my friends that share so much more. Mm-hmm. Um It's happened multiple times when they've said, said something they don't mean in a certain way or people have um, understood them in a wrong way and then they've had to face so many, like, you know, um, so much, like, bad talk. Yeah, you know, it, was, it wasn't really nice and they had, like, they passed through rough times and it makes them want to take breaks from, from social media and all that. It's not easy to share so much mm-hmm. and it's not... They people think that it's hard, but you have to have really like, thick skin um, to to kind of be okay with everyone. Because everyone, you think like what what how you are, you might some see things right and see things wrong. Right. And then what you see right, lots of people might see wrong. Yeah. And then um, so yeah, thick. You cannot enter this field if you do not have the thickest skin ever. You know, you yeah. have to like be so like confident and true of your like, true to yourself that you really don't care about what anyone says. So, do you read the comments? I do, definitely, yes. And alhamdulillah, uh, alhamdulillah, mm. I haven't faced any bad comments. The only bad comment I face is about my my headscarf, my shayla, mm-hmm. because I show half my hair. Okay. And um, I think it's very normal for here for the Emirates, and now mm. we show half our hair, but. 
everywhere else. Yeah. They're not like that. You either get covered or you're not. Yeah. So, um, and I have followers from all around. So, not my followers, most of them don't really understand why and I'm shari or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, that's the only like comment I get where people are like, and I have nothing against that. I mean, if I wasn't living here, I'd probably think the same way, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, uh, alhamdulillah, I haven't faced any negativity. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy about that, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, yeah. So you think the, the biggest mistake people make on social media is oversharing? Uh, or say, yeah, oversharing. No, no, that's not a mistake. No, no, that's not a mistake. I don't overshare right. because that's, that's I don't want to. Right. But then there are people who just want to be a public figure. They want to share. They want to talk. They want to laugh. That's amazing. I follow them. I love yeah. them, you know. Right. Um, it's just that haram, they face lots of problems because, they're, because they want to share extra. And because haram, they want to share extra because they're being very genuine, by right. the way. But... Uh, you know. So don't you think that makes them brave? Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm not as brave as them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, at the end of the day, I really liked what you said about kind of defining what you want to share and what you don't want to share because I think then that clarifies your purpose. And if you kind of decide, no, these, I want to share X, Y, Z, then when you do face backlash, you're very aware in your head and clear in your head that you why you decided to share X, Y, Z because you have your reasons. I think everything, every like social media has been يعني, all just labeled as one. Mm-hmm. Shay bloggers only for fashion. Shay mm-hmm. public figures. Shay right. makeup artists. Shay, there's so many industries in the social media kind of world. And I think we all get labeled under one. Mm-hmm. And I am not like someone who shares everything. Right. I, that My message is yeah. nothing like hers. Her life is nothing like mine. What she wants to get out there is nothing. My yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But then we all get labeled Lumped under one. one. Yeah. So let's remove ourselves then from the people who are working in the industry. Let's talk about the people who are just everyday social media users. So mm-hmm. people who have a few hundred followers yeah. and stuff like that. What do you think are the biggest mistakes they make? Mm. when they're looking at social media or when they're posting, not necessarily about their posting, but how they kind of deal with social media in general in their day-to-day life. Okay. We have to agree that they benefit a lot from social media. Okay. So everyone follows what interests them and develops what, they, what they're interested in, whether it was like sports to fashion to whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe... Some people get a little obsessed with, oh, how will the picture look for my couple hundred followers and all yeah. that. Can you really do bad stuff on social media? Like, I mean, there are a lot of people who bully people on social media, for example, or see something on social media that gets them angry and they decide to go on and... And comment. And comment. Yes, and I like, want to see these people. Maybe, you know, yeah. when I enter accounts and I see all these mean comments, I'm like, who are these people in real life? I want to see their faces, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no matter how much I don't like something, I don't think I would ever write a mean comment. I would just not like it in my head, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, No, yeah. I'm, I'm like you. I don't, I don't have the energy to spend on... Yeah, and, and it's just mean. I would never want to say something mean <laughs> to someone. But then it kind of, like I said, it kind of made us see everyone that, that is around us, you yeah. know, because I think we always um, surround ourselves by people like us. Yes, very and true. And we grow up with the same people. We we don't know Kif and Nasatani and their personalities, how they think. So Instagram is really shocking. 
Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you go like, wow, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, like I said, I disappeared since 2014 and I just came back two months ago. And now I look at it and I'm like, what is happening? Yes, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, things have changed. No, I completely agree. Um, so I have some questions for you, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily related to social media. Okay. Uh, what is the part of the culture you grew up in that you carry with you always? I think because I was raised um, by my mother who was religious, mm-hmm. I think maybe my my love for ma- modest fashion came like indirectly from her, okay. you know? Yeah, and he, I wasn't really allowed to wear tight or revealing stuff as a kid. Um, and she used to let us let me sit at home and like in shorts or stuff like that. So I never really, even now, now that I can, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't. Yeah, you know. So I think that part I carried on the modesty. The modesty. Okay, I think um, our culture. Like the Italians and all that, all about like family and our best friends, and yeah. they come first. And and I think all of us, no matter what happens, no matter how deep we go into social media, no matter how much the world changes, no matter all the crazy things we go through, I think that always comes first. Yeah, I mean, that sense of connection. Yes, that sense of connection and and like feeling like you want to take care of them and they're your number one in life, kind yeah. of thing. So before you always put them before you, you mm. always for them before your career, your life, anything. So right. I think that, I don't think that, because we were raised like that. Yeah. The things we were raised, yani, look, ahes, no matter what we go through in life and no matter and all that, like <laughs> all these new things they introduce us to, yeah. I think our fitra, I think every single Arab, every single Muslim is very pure. And uh, I always like to believe that we all have good in ourselves. So Amazing. Yeah. Okay. And what is the quality you most value in the people you keep around you? I think um, I'm very protective. Okay. So I'm very protective, like, towards my best friends, my family. Like, I would get, like, physical. I would go crazy if anything happens to them. Mm-hmm. Um and they are always, so I'm like the crazy protective, like I might not show love. I'm not like a lovey-dovey kind of person. Okay. But I think what I love from them is just knowing that even though there's, it's never happened that I needed their, like their back or stuff like yeah. that, you know, but just knowing that they're always there and always there for each other. Yeah. I think that just makes you live happy just knowing that, you know. Someone always has your back. Yeah, someone always has your back. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And the last question what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Social media-wise or just life-wise? No, life-wise. Life-wise. Um, I think I'm happiest when I'm just sitting with my best friends, laughing, okay. talking about silly things, um, imagining scenarios that will never happen. Like, guys, yeah, right, we live, I don't know where, and we all live in dorms together. And just like, you know, things like, <laughs> and just like making up stories kind of thing, just sitting around with them, having karak, you know? Yeah. Just like the very simple kind of, you know, lovey vibe, but without like saying that we love each other, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. 
Okay, so thank you so much, Fatma, for being here today. Thank you for you having me. You have been me. an amazing guest, and it's been a really interesting conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. I think I think you have a lot to say. So <laughs> I think one of your podcasts should be about you, by the way. So the very first podcast, yes. uh, the pilot episode 00, is mm-hmm. my best friend Ghanem interviewing me about why I'm doing this podcast and why I did it. So if you want to know why I did this podcast, go back and listen to that, the pilot episode, guys. (laughs) You'll hear about it. Um, So where can people find out more about you or any of the projects that you're working on or about to announce? Um, Well, on Instagram. And what I'm about to announce still needs time. Okay. Late next year, late January, inshallah. All right. Best, um, I think it's going to be something that our, our society needs big time. Okay, so definitely follow her, guys, and I look forward to seeing what that is. Inshallah. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. I love your comments and messages, so keep them coming. Um, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, or wherever you're listening. Um, we'll be releasing new episodes, inshallah, every week. And uh, if there are any subjects or topics that you think we should cover, uh, probably in season two, not in this season, or any questions, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mishari Alanazi. Uh, links for myself and for Fatma are in the episode description. Bye, guys, and stay safe. Bye.